This is a Reconstructionist radio production. Please visit GaryNorth.com forward slash free books to download this free book in PDF as well as other resources. The title of this audiobook is Christian Reconstruction, What It Is, What It Isn't by Gary North and Gary DeMar. Published by the Institute for Christian Economics, Tyler, Texas. Copyright, Gary North and Gary DeMar, 1991. This is Part 2. Questions Frequently Asked About Christian Reconstruction by Gary DeMar. Question 2. Do Reconstructionists believe that Christians will bring in the Kingdom of God in history? Anyone familiar with the historic millennial positions, amillennialism, covenantal premillennialism, and postmillennialism, knows that each view teaches that the kingdom has come in some form and that it will be consummated only at Jesus' final coming when he delivers up the kingdom to his Father. 1 Corinthians 15 verses 23 and 24 this already-not-yet view of the kingdom is biblically sound and has been defended by numerous Bible-believing scholars from various millennial perspectives. Even dispensationalists are conceding that the kingdom has come in some way. The basic distinction here among dispensationalists is that older ones tended to see the kingdom relegated entirely to the future. More contemporary dispensationalists hold that the full realization of the kingdom for Israel and the world awaits the future, but certainly spiritual aspects of the kingdom are operational in the church. The Bible teaches the nearness of the kingdom in Jesus' day. This was the message of John the Baptist and Jesus. Matthew chapter 3 verse 2 chapter 4, verse 17, and verse 23, Mark, chapter 1, verses 14 through 15, Luke, chapter 4, verses 16 through 30, chapter 4, verse 43, chapter 8, verse 1, chapter 10, verse 9, Colossians 1, 13. The kingdom was also manifested through the work of Christ. Matthew 11 verses 2 through 6, Luke, chapter 4, verse 21, chapter 11, verse 20, chapter 17, verse 21. The kingdom continually comes, Matthew 6, 10, and progressively advances, Isaiah, chapter 9, verses 1 through 7, Daniel, chapter 2, verses 31 through 34, and verses 44 through 45. 1 Corinthians 15:24 Matthew 13 verses 31 through 33 In addition Jesus tells the Pharisees that the kingdom has actually come The sign that demons are cast out is prima facie evidence that the kingdom has come upon us But if I cast out demons by the spirit of God then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Matthew 
12.28 How can Reconstructionists be accused of bringing in the kingdom when Jesus plainly states that the kingdom had come upon his first century hearers? In another place, Jesus tells the Pharisees that the kingdom is among them or in their midst. While Paul was consistently preaching the kingdom of God, Acts 28, verses 30 and 31, modern-day kingdom critics preach the rapture and an exclusively future kingdom, millennium. Reconstructionists as postmillennialists do not teach that we bring in the kingdom. The kingdom has come, is coming will come, and one day will be delivered up to God the Father, when He has abolished all rule and all authority and power. For He must reign until He has put all His enemies under His feet. 1 Corinthians 15, verses 24 and 25 The Bible clearly tells us that Jesus' reign is a present reality. He is sitting on David's throne. Acts 2, verses 22 through 36. He has been seated at the Father's right hand in the heavenly places. Ephesians 1, 20. All things have been put under Jesus' feet by His Father. Verse 22. And He delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of His beloved Son. Colossians 1, 13. A good number of critics of Christian Reconstruction want to maintain that the kingdom is not a reality because Jesus' kingdom is not of this world, John 18.36. But if they mean by this that the kingdom cannot manifest itself on this earth, then it can never be manifested on this earth. This includes the millennium, the seventh dispensation called the kingdom age by dispensational theology. Of this world does not have reference to where Jesus' kingdom operates, but only the source of his kingdom's power. This kingdom is of heaven. This is why it is described as the kingdom of heaven. But it affects this world. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Matthew 6.10 why do so many dispensationalists misrepresent Reconstructionists on this issue? I believe the following will help shed some light on those dispensationalists who want no part of a theology that stipulates that the kingdom is a present reality. Dispensationalists view anyone who works for social change as trying to bring in the kingdom since only Jesus can accomplish this with his physical presence. Since Jesus is not physically present, the kingdom is not present. It is exclusively future and millennial in character. They then impose this false definition of a future kingdom run by Jesus from Jerusalem, who dispenses punishment for the least infraction on a present kingdom definition that must operate by less than perfect sinners without Jesus being present. 
They suppose if the true kingdom means Jesus will punish any and all outward acts of disobedience, then anyone who claims that the kingdom is a present reality must be advocating the same type of kingdom, but without the presence of Jesus. This is an improper understanding of Christ's kingdom. When a dispensationalist hears the word kingdom, he thinks of its governmental characteristics in earthly terms. The following is a typical example. The second important characteristic of the millennial rule of Christ is that his government will be absolute in its authority and power. This is demonstrated in his destruction of all who oppose him. Psalm 2 9, 72, verses 9 through 11, Isaiah 11 4. The wicked are warned to serve the Lord lest they feel his wrath. Psalm chapter 2, verses 10 through 12. It seems evident from many passages that no open sin will go unpunished. Those who merely profess to follow the king without actually being saints are forced to obey the king or be subject to the penalty of death or other chastisement. The above passages are taken by Valvord to refer to the rule of Christ on earth rather than the rule of Christ from heaven over the earth. There is no indication in the context where these passages are found that an earthly bodily kingship is in mind. God is presently judging the earth through various means, not all of which are political or immediate. With dispensationalism, there seems to be less grace during the millennium than there is now. For the dispensationalist, the millennium's social order is centralized around the earthly rule of Christ. Reconstructionists view the present operating kingdom as a decentralized social order where no individual or group of individuals has absolute power. Jesus rules from heaven and delegates limited authority to individuals and institutional governments such as families, churches, and civil governments. Reconstructionists maintain that evidence will still be required to convict any person of criminal behavior. Society will not be structured along some type of Big Brother concept. The power of civil government at all levels will be decreased considerably. This will mean a great reduction in taxation of all citizens. All the laws set forth in the Bible to protect those accused of crimes will be applied and enforced. Laws protecting life and property will receive strong advocation. The dispensationalist sees the kingdom coming as a cataclysm at the end of what they propose is a future seven-year tribulation period that the church will never experience. The Reconstructionist views the kingdom as a present reality that manifests itself as sinners embrace the gospel and live out their new lives in conformity to the Bible. There is no kingdom to bring in, since we are living in the kingdom. A millennial era of blessings will be produced by the covenantal obedience of Christians, coupled with the saving work of the Holy Spirit.
The Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network brings to you a complete lineup of podcasts where you will hear practical and tactical theology. Our desire is not simply that you consume our shows, but that you also live out your faith in every area of life. We can talk all day long about these things, but if we fail to put them into practice, then we fail as ambassadors of Jesus Christ our King. Subscribe now to your favorite Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network shows, or you can subscribe to the Reconstructionist Radio Master Feed, where all of the content we produce, including the audiobooks and audio articles, will pop up as soon as they are available. And don't forget to visit ReconstructionistRadio.com to volunteer as a narrator or to partner with this ministry financially. May the Holy Spirit stir you into action for Christ and His kingdom.